This is Mickey Curling on a flight from Bangkok to Rio at the end of stage two of the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Welcome to the second podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. This week, the 18 competitors from 18 nations have travelled north into Laos. They left the capital Vientiane on Sunday morning and arrived in Luang Prabang last night. Since then, we've flown to Bangkok and we're now on the way to Rio. During the week, they faced more tests of strategy, stamina and skill. This is a multi-sport competition that tests the competitors on 4x4 driving, kayaking, swimming, running and anything else the organisers want to throw at them. In this podcast, we'll introduce you to Waldo. He's been looking after our reporter Sam Lloyd for the last two weeks. Hi, I'm Waldo coming at you straight from the Land Rover G4 Challenge, the wet and wild adventure that goes around the globe. So keep listening for more tips on living on the wild side. We'll also take you through the challenges the competitors have faced each day. Only one wheel. Either left or right. Some amazing axle articulation. The wheels were all in the air and, uh, and yeah, vehicle over on its side and everything. Fantastic. Really good. And we'll give you more of an insight into Sam's personal experiences in camp. We decided to make our way right up to the top of this mountain. I'm just sitting here just to pause for breath and have a look at the site that lies before me. But before we get cracking, let's introduce you to each of the competitors. Hello, my name is Pablo Gulatini. I am from Argentina. My name is Tom Landon-Smith and I'm from Canberra in Australia. Hello, I'm Chris Janssen, so I'm coming from Belgium. I'm Nora from Brazil. My name is Claribet Bega. I come from Costa Rica. My name is uh, Jean-Baptiste Calais. I'm coming from France. Hello, my name is Robert Schweiger. I'm in Germany. I'm Michael Tautos. I come from Greece. Hi, I'm Gary Robertson. I'm from Ireland. My name is Marco Martinuzzi. I come from Italy. Okay, I'm Tak Sugiyama from Japan. I'm Thijs Martinsev from the Netherlands. My name is Dmitry Timurkin. I'm from Russia. My name is Martin Dreyer and I'm from South Africa. I am Gabriel Maldonado from Spain. Hello, I'm Vita. I'm from Taiwan. Polkushenepe. Hi there, I'm Brian Reynolds, uh, representing the United Kingdom in the Land Rover G4 Challenge. So let's find out how some of them were feeling at the end of Stage 1. In the first week of competition, they left Bangkok and travelled across Thailand into Laos. They then started their first remote activities, competing and camping at various locations before heading into Vientiane. From my first involvement with the Challenge, I knew it's a lot more than just physical activity. It takes a bit of brain power, a bit of planning power, a bit of strategic uh, thinking, but also you have to be able to with disappointments you know you make errors during the day also you make navigation choices that aren't errors but they just don't work out because the tracks don't exist in the way they should i didn't really know what to expect it's a combination of driving and adventure and it's really good to incorporate both of them and you get to cover a lot more distance as well so you get to see some more things it's probably more uh, integrated with the local community so yeah it's just it's been way beyond my expectations and i just really can't wait to see all the rest of it it's going to just improve i'm sure every day we have a choice of six activities and i must say at least three of them are highlights in my sporting career i mean the seven and a half kilometer paddle through the cave i mean that's insanely um, adventurous and we've had some fantastic climbing and abseiling and just the beauty of the lao 
countryside. I mean, it just blows your mind when you when you're driving along, just looking left and right, left and right, and being only a quarter of the way through the whole challenge. It's very exciting to think we've got three more weeks of this um, awesome adventure. Sam Lloyd is our reporter travelling with the A-team people, all hoping to win a Range Rover. She's been pitching her tent next to them, riding in the backseat of their vehicles and eating their boil-in-the-bag food. This is her story. Well, it's Sunday morning and I'm currently walking along the banks of the River Mekong on golden sand, which is just tinted with gold specks. And it is pretty phenomenal. I mean, it's so tranquil and it's so stunning. A very brooding picture ahead of me. And uh, a couple of the locals are just out on their boats uh, doing a bit of washing. And it's just so, so quiet. And what a start to stage two of the challenge. Overcast day today. Lau is experiencing the tail end of a cyclone, but uh, we haven't had much rain this morning, which is uh, good news. Um, I'm getting a lot of abuse in the vehicle today uh, for my choice of tunes on iPod. Uh, unfortunately, the boys found Peter Andre, Mysterious Girl, so I'm getting quite a lot of stick this morning. Well, it's Wednesday morning. It's uh, coming up to 20 past nine, I think. And I have got the most amazing view that I'm looking at. Um, one of the uh, tasks today is uh, a climbing competition. So we've decided to make our way right up to the top of this mountain. I'm just sitting here just to pause for breath and have a look at the site that lies before me. It's just rolling mountains. It's so plush. The greenness of Laos. It's such a beautiful, unspot country. We had a huge rainstorm this morning at camp and it was just a mad dash to try and get everything in the car um, before we got absolutely soaked. And we were staying in um, paddy fields last night, which uh, very quickly turned into mud baths. This is Mickey Curling on a flight from Bangkok to Rio at the end of stage two of the Land Rover G4 Challenge. If you'd like to see pictures and video from the challenge so far or read the competitors' blogs, just go to www.landroverg4challenge.com. That's www.landroverg4challenge.com. Still to come in this podcast, we'll talk to Waldo, who's got some tips on surviving life in camp, and of course, the final results from this stage. In stage one of this competition, the 18 competitors saw an urban event in Bangkok, a long journey across Thailand, and a week of remote competition in Laos. The stage ended last Friday with a final event on the outskirts of Vientiane. Let's pick up the story now of stage two with Sam. There's little time to relax for these competitors. Saturday was spent working on a community project here in Vientiane, rebuilding a local school. But then it was back to the hotel and the dreaded team selections. I'm just thinking, oh my God, who's going to pick me? The last 11 get to pick first. So the people in the top have to wait and see what's going to happen. I really don't know how the new teams are going to be, but it's definitely going to be really interesting. The good thing is that now I'm in the position to choose with whom I'll complement my work. Partnerships have been dissolved, new partnerships are going to form and I think we're going to have strong people and weak people working together so it's how they can make that team dynamic really work for them. So, Tack, do you want to step forward and tell us who you're picking and why? I'm going with Martin. 
Martin Dre of South Africa is leading the challenge. His new partner is Tak of Japan. This is what I've, I've been waiting for. This, you know, firing spirit of trying to win and uh, walking every single step of the way. And uh, I like the attitude that Martin has uh, for the team one. We realistically must just not make mistakes and just be steadily up there, whether it's top three, top five. But if you end up being lost in a few events, that's where you, you lose. After a good night's rest, it was off to the start of stage two, located on the banks of the River Mekong. I'm Simon Day. I am the Competitions and Logistics Director for the G4 Challenge. On these sandy flats, we've set up an amazing start to stage two. It's a composite activity, including kayaking, running and driving. It was very physical. We had to run down, it's probably, what, 250 metres. We had to swim across the river, collect our kayaks, run back 600 metres, dragging two kayaks, rolling a, a wheel off a Land Rover as heavy. We used uh, a kayaks to load weight in order to take the equipment to the, the finish. Um, it might have been a bit slower, but it was faster for us. I enjoy the part uh, running from uh, with the kayak and the, and the wheels. It was just, you know, full on the whole way. It's really hot. It's the middle of the day. But it was Dimitri of Russia and Chris of Belgium who came out the eventual winners. And what a great start to their partnership. Physically, we have got more or less the same fitness. What made me doubt about it is uh, the language. But uh, we've got a good understanding. We try to listen to each other and uh, we say it immediately if something is not uh, understood. Finally, it was off to the strategy pit, a winching exercise where contestants had to use brain rather than brawn. Watched by hundreds of local villagers, Dimitri and Chris came out on top yet again. So this pairing has certainly sent a clear message to the other teams. But who knows what tomorrow will bring on this second stage. One thing's for sure, rain is forecast. Lau is experiencing the tail end of a cyclone, so that could certainly spice up the competition. Sam mentioned there the team partner selections. It's a process that seems to strike fear into those up for selection and endless worry to those who have to make the decisions. Eleonora although we like to call her Nora from Brazil, was in the lucky position of being able to choose her partner first and she went with what she knows. Okay, so last night I was uh, ranked 11, so I was the first one to choose my partner uh, and I opted to, to keep my teamwork with Alina because I think we, we did well last week. Uh, we know each other already, we know our strengths and uh, our high points you know where we are good in uh, in and so i'm hoping to have a nice week now with her again i think uh, the g4 challenge is also about uh, enjoying and having fun it's not only about the competition but it's there are so many other so many other things that we have to think about and so i think we're going to do well together again and i think we're going to have a lots of fun, lots of fun and we're going to enjoy, so I think that's the most important thing. You're listening to a podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. I'm Mickey Curling on a very long 21-hour flight at the moment. And the other voice you've been hearing so far is from Sam Lloyd. She's our reporter in the field. Now, every day she files back a package to us with the news of what's been going on in camp. And this is her report from the second day of Stage 2. Monday morning and the camp woke up to the sounds of farm animals in the nearby village. But it was an early start and a busy day for the teams, all with the aim of accumulating as many points as possible. But for some, the first challenge was to actually find the competitions. We were very, 
uh, unlike you at the beginning of the day, we lost, we missed one, you know, the uh, competition. It was difficult to find the first competition for us. Actually, maps are quite old. We are used to tarmac road and to know every T-junction, everything uh, here is completely different. You never know if you're in the ra- on the right road because some, most of the roads that we are taking are not on the maps. So sometimes it's harder to find it. Go, Gary! In the glaring sun and intense heat, today is proving to be very physical indeed, and some of the competitors are really suffering. I went over the top of my handlebars and I landed on the GPS mountain. It pegged me in the groin, just to the inside of my thigh, and it's really swelled up like a huge balloon, so it's quite hard to run. It's been a really tough day. It was so hot early in the day, and I've been really shot. I've been a little ill today, and it's just exhausted me. I feel really beat now. I need to eat. I need to drink a lot of fluids and uh, get some rest this evening. Every individual has to have many qualities in order to do well on the Land Rover G4 Challenge. They have to be both physically and mentally strong and have the mind of a tactician. But most of these contestants aren't professional sportsmen or women. Back home in their native countries, they have regular regular nine-to-five jobs. I work as a telecom engineer in California, the fixed phone company, as a project uh, manager. I work with uh, graphic design and also with outdoor education, taking people to expeditions. I'm a project engineer. I'm working for the Flemish community in Belgium. I run an internet shop. We sell basically everything. I'm the general manager in this business. I'm fireman, so yeah. I go back to the fire brigades when I'm back home. Halfway there, Tess! The last competition of the day was the ferry kayak, a combination of mountain biking, running, crossing the Mekong River by zipline and kayaking. The contestants are exhausted. Their clothes are splattered with mud. They're feeling tired and sore, but now it's a return to camp. Dimitri of Russia and Chris of Belgium appear to be the strongest pairing, but it's been another remarkable day and what is turning out to be an amazing adventure. So it looks like this is proving to be a tough week for these competitors, not least Gary from Northern Ireland. Uh, I've found most of it difficult today, but I've enjoyed it all, you know. It's another beautiful day in Laos. We're lucky to be here, travelling through great scenery again, great kids on the sides of their roads waving us along and enjoying the events. You know, they've been a hard slog, but... uh, when you're used to activities sometimes it's tough sometimes that's the way it goes but you got to enjoy it or you wouldn't be doing it of course a new partnership on Sassy with Tyson Netherlands how is that going is it a good team yeah I think Tyson and I are working well together to be honest I think we've had a little bit of a frustrating day I've not been on top form Tyson is having to uh, do a lot of the work so uh, just cautious of letting any friction build in the team we've got two more days of competition and the best possible thing we can do is get back tonight get rested up prepare for tomorrow and have a good day tomorrow now then this is a very exciting moment on the Land Rover G4 Challenge podcast it's the first of Waldo's wild tips today putting up a tent now he claims he can do it in 22 seconds so Sam's enlisted the help of Tice from the Netherlands as official timekeeper so he's limbering up there like a finely tuned athlete you let me know when you're ready Waldo obviously psyching yourself up and we'll get 3-2-1 from Tice and then we'll go for gold counters down counters down let's go for it 3-2-1 go back Open the bag. We're looking for the middle of the stain. It's called an igloo. So it's absolutely imperative to lift it up and start working on the legs. That's one leg. Two legs. Oh, my finger pinched out in the middle of that. Actually, there was more than my finger. Ten seconds gone already. Halfway through the legs only. And we've got a problem, ladies and gentlemen. We are stuck. This is not going anywhere. 
As a matter of fact, I hardly recognize it as a tent at this point. <laughs> this one leg's folded over on itself. Come on, Waldo, you can do it, you can do it. I can, oof, this is coming loose, it's happening. Keep it, keep it all clear, Sam. We don't want to get the microphone caught in that. It's standing, it's just the front door to do. I'm turning it around as quickly as I can. I can't find the front door of the tent, which actually has, here it is. And stop the clock, stop it, stop it. He done it in... 75 seconds, zero three. Basically what happened is I, I got the skin of my fingers caught between most of these legs. It really hurts. I feel battered and bruised like a real competitor, but I'm proud. I'm still proud. I mean, there's not many people in this camp that can do it in, in under that time. Give me a couple of weeks and we'll revisit this. We'll revisit it. We'll get it right. We'll get it right. Waldo, thank you. Tice, thank you very much. You're welcome. And if you're lucky, there'll be more from Waldo later in this podcast. Now on to Tuesday and the conditions are clearly getting tougher for the competitors and everyone is beginning to suffer in the intense heat and humidity. Day three of stage two and another day of intense competition with plenty of points up for grabs. But since his mountain bike accident, current leader Martin Dre of South Africa is struggling. The injury is just getting worse because I'm running on it. The doctors are telling me to rest and you can't rest in a competition like this. You've got um, six activities to try and do every day of 45 minutes each and they're quite um, high-powered activities and most of them are using your legs. I'm Hans Binder. I'm the uh, orthopaedic surgeon on the team. We've had to reapply his uh, strapping today just to give him some support while he uh, continues with the competition and we're hopeful this will get him through today and uh, he'll be able to complete the day and then we'll reassess him later on. Marco! Okay, go, go! From kayaking to caving to orienteering and abseiling, today's competitions test the teams both physically and mentally. We've just done the top heavy task, a driving task, and it's absolutely fantastic. An awesome climb up the side of the mountain um, and a load of red metal plates that we had to make sure the front wheels went over. Okay. Victor, yeah. did you understand that? Only, only one wheel. One front wheel. Either left or okay. right. Some amazing axle articulation. The wheels were all in the air and, uh, and yeah, vehicle over on its side and everything fantastic really good we just done the uh, guano cave it was a very nice one and uh, it was unfortunately there was one flooded uh, but the other two were very nice uh, lots of buddhas in there uh, and very slippery i slipped a couple of times uh, got some scratches on my uh, shins but it's all part of the game but the final competition of the day was the compulsory chop shop chop shop is um, a strategic navigational activity it's not the most taxing. The guys have had a pretty hard day in hot conditions. So we backed off the gas for the final activity today in preparation for tomorrow. But it's all about finding bits on the car, taking it apart, fitting them back on again, but based around a navigational exercise. We make a very good teamwork because meanwhile I was taking out the pieces of the car, uh, John was uh, preparing the orientation for the, the second half and the third, so we can work very hard, very quickly. We work so well as a team putting the vehicle, or taking the vehicle apart and putting the vehicle back together. Um, we're both obviously mechanically minded, uh, knew exactly what we were aiming for, and uh, working together seamlessly. Absolutely fantastic. And so another tough day in the glaring sun and intense heat. But today's drive through incredible scenery has proven that Laos is one of the very few unspoiled countries on earth and provides the most perfect backdrop for the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Right, let's have more of Waldo's wild tips. This time we're talking boil in the bag. Now, this is the food that everyone's been eating in camp while I've been on the steak and chips in HQ. 
So, Waldo, what's on the menu tonight, then? Well, we have a choice, essentially, between spicy vegetable and my personal favourite, chicken doppiasa, which comes wrapped in its own special blue wrapper. So I think that's what we're going to go for. So we're just going to get that out of it. Now, I'm slightly concerned because we've got no camping stove or anything. We're just actually uh, standing by a Range Rover. Talk me through it. Well, that's the whole point about this because the idea is to, to give people an idea of what alternative method, methods of cooking are. And this is the best device out there. It's called a Range Rover Sport, made by Land Rover. Um, it's got a V8 engine, which is brilliant for cooking. And so I've got my chicken doppiazza out. We've already unlatched the engine, and we're just going to lift it up now, under the engine. It's like a furnace already, Woo! and it's not even running yet. Yeah. So what we're going to do is find a nice little hot area to put our bag in. And under the plastic cover that sits over this massive V8 engine is one of my favorite areas. And then we just need to fire up this old beast. All right. There it goes. We don't need to give it any revs whatsoever. It, it, it's humming along nicely at about ooh, 750 revs now. A quick calculation, 750 rest per minute gives us about six to seven minutes of cooking time where that packet's sat now. Crikey, my appetite uh, is uh, getting very excited here. Um, right, we'll come back to you in a minute then, Waldo, when it'll be cooked. This is the latest from the Land Rover G4 Challenge, and we're rounding up the action from stage two. By Wednesday, the competitors were really beginning to feel the effects of the heat and humidity in Laos. Heavy rainfall hadn't helped raise their spirits either. Wednesday morning, and it was a mad dash for competitors to pack up camp before the rain came. And in seconds, the heavy showers turned the paddy fields into mud baths. Today is the last full day of activities before tomorrow's Stage 2 final, so scoring points is even more crucial. The teams have had plenty of time to get to know each other, but what are their tactics? All week we decided uh, that Chris will be a driver, I will be a navigator. We concentrated this week, we learnt a little bit from last week about what would maximise our points, you know, what we were strong at, so we went to the kayaking ones because we knew we were strong and a lot of the other teams aren't that strong at it, so they probably wouldn't go. We've been trying to miss some of the more physical activities because I was sick and today for example we went to uh, the special task which was using your brain more than the the kayaking was just going to be 45 minutes of pain. Trying to take the best from each other and help each other the whole week so I think this was our tactic to do our best. It's been two weeks now since the 18 individuals travelled from all over the world to Bangkok for the start of the Land Rover G4 Challenge. Whilst they are experiencing an adventure of a lifetime, what are they missing? My boyfriend a lot. (laughs) I'm missing him a lot and, and, well, that's it. My foods, Turkish special foods, especially kebab. I miss kebab too much. Being at the beach in San Jose in Costa Rica just... Uh, laying down and having a rest. I want to eat Taiwan noodle beef and uh, Taiwan Chinese food. Uh, I'm missing my bed, really. <laughs> Sleeping in the, in, the, in the tents is nice, but after four or five days, it's really tough. I'm missing my family, my daughters. I don't miss my, my work at all. I think after, after this will be over, we wouldn't want to, to go back to everyday life. Time is flying by and we're nearly at the halfway point of the challenge. But for now, the focus is on tomorrow's stage two final, when the contestants will compete as individuals rather than teams. I feel tired. I feel really tired because I gave a lot of myself during this week. And things are going to be very hard, probably more hard for me. Feeling ill in possibly the worst of ways. And that's not going to put me in the best of physical fitnesses for tomorrow where I've got to perform on my own and I get judged on my performance. So uh, 
Yeah, if people don't know that I'm unwell, they could think that I'm uh, I'm becoming weak. My injury is coming right. I'm on the on the up from it. Still niggles me, but adrenaline kicks in when the start gun goes. So I think I'll be fine for tomorrow. That's followed by an overnight stop in Luang Prabang and the results of stage two before competitors leave this stunning country of Laos and head on a 21-hour flight to the next stop, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Okay, let's go back to Waldo then to see if the food is ready. The tension here at camp is killing me. I'm with Waldo, our chef, who's giving the lowdown on the best food to eat while at camp. And we've gone for... Chicken do piazza under the bonnet of our Range Rover Sport. Just about the only thing that this massive machine doesn't do is ping when it's done. You need to really just go on your own, ju- our own judgment. Careful when you take it out because it is rather hot already. And this has just been a couple of minutes. Stage two has been a tough one for these 18 competitors. Some have suffered stomach bugs, some have been injured, and the challenging conditions have pushed everyone to the limit. Friday morning and the competitors woke up early, ready for the stage two final. Today it's an individual, yes, and uh, I just try to do the best I can since uh, there's going to be a difficult kayaking today, I understand. The stage two finals uh, couldn't be sooner because my leg has been bugging me a bit, but it must must say that she is coming right. I'm a little not afraid, but it's not the kind of race that I like. You know, sprint, 18 minutes, just with, as we call it in Brazil, with the heart in our mouths. No, you have to walk it. For the first time this week, the contestants will compete as individuals rather than teams, and the final is designed to push them to the absolute limit. It's another tough one. It's quite a long one. Uh, they're going to be doing a bit of um, traversing across some ropes. There's going to be a lot of running, mountain biking, kayaking, um, and all in an absolute fantastic setting with these sheer rocks right behind us. All 18 individuals finished the competition exhausted and physically and mentally drained. But it was Martin Dre of South Africa who came out on top. Yeah, that was unbelievable. It was such a tough route, 18 minutes, but running in soft sand, going up steep uphills, paddling upstream. It makes for a really hard lactic build-up in the muscles. And after two weeks of racing now, to finish off with this... I'm very happy to have come first. It was then a boat trip on the river Mekong and an overnight stop at Luang Prabang to hear the stage two results with Dmitry of Russia, now the overall leader of the challenge. Dmitry from Russia. Contestants now face a 21-hour flight to Rio for the next stage of the challenge. We've already reached the halfway point and the competition gets more intense with each day as 18 individuals continue this adventure of a lifetime. Let's hear in full then from the winner of this stage. Sam grabbed a word with Dimitri over dinner. Amazing, because uh, because uh, now I understand that I have to make a gap between uh, the first stage, like me, and uh, another guys. Uh, every stage uh, have a chance to give me advantage uh, for the final stage. Do you feel that this Land Rover G4 Challenge is all about tactics? Yeah, first of all, teamwork, teamwork, and the tactic uh, is very important because only one competition during the uh, stage, individual, and uh, it's, uh, on a few points, uh, like uh, five persons of uh, all stage. Yeah, teamwork and uh, uh, teamwork and uh, uh, team spirit in the little team, very important.
Now that you've got that yellow bib, are you worried about team selections? Who's going to pick you? No, no. Now I don't worry about it because I know then uh, other guys who will choose me good partner for me and uh, I think we have a chance uh, to be a first team again You're listening to a podcast from the Land Rover G4 Challenge. This is Mickey Curling on a 21 hour flight to Rio ready for the start of stage 3 Sam Lloyd is sitting in the seat in front of me reading her book and looking very relaxed. She's been travelling with the convoy for the past two weeks from the start in Bangkok. She's been sending reports back to me every day and sometimes hidden amongst the hours of audio she sends me, we find things like this. Now we are here with Dude from Radio Gaga and we need to get some impressions of her, from her. So, how do you feel the G4 challenge is like? <laughs> Babe, answer my question please. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. No, it's wrong. The G4 channel is really good. I love the moment. They love the cars. And I love everybody there. So, dude, answer my question. <laughs> I don't think I can after that. You're too good. You're too good. And on that note, I think we'll leave it there. So, that was stage two. The 18 competitors have now travelled from Bangkok in Thailand to Luang Prabang in Laos. Join us next week for stage three of the Land Rover G4 Challenge.